foreign investors exit at the Nairobi Securities Exchange eases. From over 1,100 cities and 128 countries, Care Africa brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the Key Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Adong. The 23rd World Travel and Tourism Council Global Summit just concluded in Rwanda. Held under the theme Building Bridges to a Sustainable Future, it was the first time the summit was being held in Africa. In this episode, we ask, are stakeholders in the tourism sector finally seeing Africa's contribution to tourism? World Travel and Tourism Council Chairperson Arnold Donald in this episode answers the why now. Our presence in Africa for this year's summit is very intentional, and it marks a very historic moment for the travel and tourism sector. WTTC has stood as a beacon for our sector for 33 years, advocating for the positive impact travel and tourism has on our world, from economic growth to transforming lives and enhancing human health and happiness. Now, by now, you probably heard me say this many, many times, and I hope, like me, you feel it bears repeating. Travel brings us together. Through travel, different peoples and cultures discover what we share in common, inspiring, empowering us to celebrate our differences rather than fearing or resenting them. Now, Global Summit has been a cornerstone of our efforts to promote inclusive frictionless travel, addressing critical issues such as security, digitization, seamless travel, and sustainability, even regenerative tourism. All of its challenges like the crippling global financial crisis and the devastating impact of COVID. Now, this is the first time our global summit is being held on the African continent and it's been long overdue. This continent is home to 54 countries, countless diverse languages, and 1.4 billion people. Africa is home to Victoria Falls, the Kruger National Park, Mount Kilimanjaro, the Sahara, the Pyramid of Giza, pristine beaches, and vibrant cities, including Johannesburg, Cairo, Lagos, Nairobi, and of course, right here in Kigali. Investment in travel and tourism in Africa has risen at much stronger rate than the global average since 2000. Now, between 2000 and 2019, investment increased by nearly 350%. That's about three and a half times and at a broadly consistent rate across the continent. Today, here in Rwanda, we sent a resounding message to the world. The heart of travel and tourism be strongly here in Africa. Rwanda's travel and tourism sector attracted $173 million in 2022. It's just the beginning. And better still, Rwanda's travel and tourism sector is forecast to rise to $194 million, just the beginning. And in the next decade, it is expected to grow, to grow substantially even more. It's going to create hundreds of thousands of jobs. And importantly, the country's commitment to carbon neutrality and conservation is an example to the rest of the world. And it aligns perfectly with this year's summit theme. 
Around a quick look at the markets, the market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. Foreign investors' exit at the Nairobi Securities Exchange eased by 230 million Kenya shillings in the three months to September 2023, but still managed to impact the bourse, reducing its value for a third straight quarter. In the period between July to September of 2023, foreign investors pulled out 1.18 billion, a drop from 1.5 billion recorded in the second quarter of the year. In the last six months, only two recorded positive inflows. However, the Capital Markets Authority maintains that this suggests a positive trend where foreign investors are gradually regaining confidence in the market. In the three months leading to September, Kenya's five leading companies, which are listed on the Nairobi Securities Exchange collectively, saw a decline of 101 billion Kenya shillings in their capital capitalization. Capital Markets Authority data shows that the five leading stocks by market capitalization, Safaricom, Equity PLC, East Africa Breweries, KCB, and Cooperative Bank contributed an average market turnover of 65.41%, or about 1.019 trillion shillings cumulatively. This represents a 9% shutoff from 67.8% turnover, or 1.12 trillion, that the five contributed in the previous quarter, lapsing June 2023. The decrease has been attributed to foreign investors shifting their investments away from the exchange in search for safer alternatives due to the devaluation of the shilling. And a quick trip around Africa, the SNP Global Egypt PMI fell to 47.9 in October of 2023 from 48.7 in September. It's the 35th straight month of contraction in the private sector activity and the steepest pace since May amid a faster drop in new orders and sustained weakness in output. Also, Employment shrank after growing in the prior two months, with the rate of fall the strongest since February. Buying levels were down solidly, while delivery times lengthened fractionally amid import challenges. On a positive note, backlogs of work increased much softer after rising at the fastest rate on record in September. Meantime, businesses reported a slight decrease in their inventory levels for the first time in three months regarding prices Input price inflation softened slightly for the second month, while prices charged rose solidly, but were the least since July. Lastly, sentiment improved to its highest in 2023, so far after reaching record lows earlier this year, lifted by hopes of a recovery in economic conditions. Taxes on consumer and mobile operators are directly affecting the affordability of mobile devices and services and reducing state revenues. This is according to a new report, the Mobile Tax Policy and Digital Development Report by the Group Special Mobile Association shows that taxes currently make up 21% of the cost of basic internet-enabled handset on average. The GSMA says the taxes, such as the excise duty, have in turn slowed the uptake of mobile devices and related services, governments, in the region are turning to levies on mobile money services for revenue generation. However, evidence shows these taxes are counterproductive as mobile money users rapidly reduce the usage of the service in favor for alternative payment methods such as cash. This in turn produced a reversal of progress in financial inclusion and reduced government revenues. Based on an analysis of levies imposed on mobile consumers in 40 countries for which data is available, tax payments represent 17% of the cost of an average for a 1GB data basket. Kenya, Tanzania and South Sudan have the highest proportion of tax at 26%, followed by Zambia and Uganda at 25% and 24% respectively. 
Nigeria, Botswana, Angola, and South Africa have the lowest proportion of tax between 7 and 13%. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit the website, that is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial. And you can find me at Visitome.